If you have questions running through your mind, ask Pastor Dave and he shall help you find the answers you've been looking for. All from God to life and more. Well, would you look at this? We are back already with a bonus mini episode. But before I dive in to what we want to talk about today, I need to take a second and address the elephant in the room. And that is, how dope is that theme song? I mean, seriously. That thing is so good. Uh, If you have ever had a desire to do something silly like that and you're not familiar with the website Fiverr.com, that's F as in uh, five, I-V-E-R-R.com. That's a place where uh, really talented people will do all kinds of silly, ridiculous things for you for a small amount of money. So that was actually a guy named Julius Thorne who put together a ridiculously awesome theme song uh, for this little silly podcast that I do. So that was really cool. Uh, If you need a theme song, you know, for your own podcast, or if you just want to carry around a Bluetooth speaker and have your own theme song to play whenever you walk into to a room. I cannot recommend Julius enough. Check him out on Fiverr at J Thorin Music. Anywho, uh, today we're actually doing, like I said, a quick mini episode. Uh, it'll be a quick hitter. And the reason is because uh, I always tell you guys, if you have questions about the Bible or anything at all, go ahead and send them to me. And I got a comment when I posted uh, a recent deal on the Aviator Church website or on the Facebook page, excuse me, Uh, from one of our members who has two twin girls, Abby and Leah. uh, And Abby and Leah wanted to know a very hard-hitting theological question. And today we are going to deal with it. That question is this, are there unicorns in the Bible? I know we've all been wondering. I know we've been thinking about it. Everybody is dying to know the answer to this question. Are there unicorns in the Bible? Well, here you go. Here's your answer, Abby and Leah and everybody else who was afraid to even ask the question. The answer is yes, there are unicorns in the Bible. And also, no, there are not unicorns in the Bible. And also, maybe there are unicorns in the Bible. Uh, Allow me to explain. So in order to do this, what we're going to have to do is you're going to have to do a quick walk through history with me on the word unicorn. Because here's the thing, in the Old Testament, uh, and you may hear a little bit of clicking around, I'm moving around on my computer because I, I took notes for this this uh, for this podcast, guys. Like, this is a big deal. I want to get this right. So I actually took notes because there is a word in the Old Testament that shows up a bunch of times. The Hebrew word is reim, reim. And that word uh, is essentially uh, kind of loosely translated as an animal with one horn on its head, Raim. And so here's the thing. Uh, over time, that word, Raim, had to get translated into different languages. Today, we're going to watch it get translated into Greek and then Latin and then English, right? Uh, and so, but before I do that, I want to read to you in the English a couple of spots where this word is used. So here's an example. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 33, verse 17 says this. His glory is like the firstling of his bullock, and his horns are like the horns of unicorns. 
With them, he shall push the people together to the ends of the earth. Now, you may be thinking, Dave, I've read the Bible before, and I have never noticed there being mention of unicorns, and here you're reading it to me. Well, there may be a reason for that. The only English translation where the word unicorn shows up in the Bible is the King James Version. If you read that same verse, Deuteronomy 33, 17, in the ESV, it says this, A firstborn bull, he has majesty, and his horns are the horns of a wild ox. With them he shall gore the peoples, all of them, to the ends of the earth. Well, that sounds uh, painful and terrible. But it's interesting because in the King James Version, it calls it a unicorn. And in the ESV, which is what I used to preach out of every week, it calls it a wild ox. Well, what's the deal, Bible? Are there unicorns or are there not unicorns? So here's kind of how this goes. The word Raim in the year 250 BC, so 250 years before Jesus came to earth, uh, there was a bunch of people who decided they wanted to translate the Hebrew Bible, which is the bulk of your Old Testament, so from Genesis up to Malachi, they wanted to translate it into Greek because at this point, pretty much everybody in the world spoke Greek. And so they started doing this, but the problem is there are sometimes words in one language that don't exist in another language. And so when they came to this word reim, which was again, a one-horned animal, the the Greek people had to figure out, well, what are we going to call this thing? And so what they ended up calling it, they changed the word reim, not changed it, but translated it from reim to monokeros. Now, if you ever hear the word mono in front of a word, uh, that typically means that it means one of something. So a monocle is like glasses, but only covers one eye. A monorail is like a train with only a single rail. We are monotheistic in our religion, which means that we believe there is one God. Or you have, of course, mononucleosis, which is a disease you get from kissing, which you shouldn't be doing yet, Abby and Leah. But uh, in mononucleosis, nucleosis, I assume, maybe <clears throat> excuse me, it means there's one nucleosis or something. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Don't check me on that one. But anyways, mono means one. And so they changed or translated the word to monokeros, meaning one horn. So from there, where do we get to the unicorn that we have today? Well, down the road, Greek no longer is the primary language. And there's a bunch of people led by a guy named Jerome in the year 383 And he wanted to translate the Bible into Latin. And so he is translating the Bible along with a bunch of other scholars. And when they get to this word monokeros, which again was the word reim in the Hebrew, they're like, well, what exactly is this monokeros? And so they look at the kind of actual definition and the actual definition is one horn. And so they're translating into Latin. And in Latin, if you want to say one horn, then you would say this word unicornus, which probably sounds pretty familiar. So they just translated the word monokeros into unicornus, meaning one horn. Now, same thing with Latin. If you ever hear uni in front of something like una, then you know that that means it's one of something. So unicorn is one horn. You think unicycle is a bicycle with one wheel, right? I guess it wouldn't be a bicycle with one wheel. It would just be a unicycle. Uh, Unique. I found this one out in studying for this one. The word unique, if someone says you are so unique, then that actually comes from the Latin word unicus, meaning one or single or one of a kind. Uh, Take the word university. That just means, of course, there's one versity or something. I don't know. Maybe that one's not correct. But either way, when we get to unicorn, we're saying again, one horn. And so in the English, uh, in 1611, when the King James Version was written, it was 1611 when that happened. And so they get to this word in the Latin that is unicornus, and they're like, we don't actually have a word in the English for an animal with one horn. 
the Latin is unicornus, why don't we just call it a unicorn? And so unicorn became the word that is in the King James Version, which then, of course, people, as this mythical creature uh, of a unicorn comes about, they start to uh, pretend or assume that the unicorn mentioned in the Bible is a white stallion of a horse with a glorious horn sticking out of his head and a flowing mane of hair and rainbows filling the sky behind him. And and when he toots, it toots pure magic, right? And so that kind of became the understanding of that. But in the dictionary in 1828, the very first attempt to really define this idea of a unicorn, it says this, an animal with one horn, the monokeros, This name is often applied to the rhinoceros, the rhinoceros. And so basically, here's the deal. There is a word in the Bible, especially in the King James, that is called the unicorn, that is the monokeros, that is the reim, that is the unicornus, right? There is a word that translates there, and some English version, well, actually one English version of the Bible, says the word unicorn, but the reality is that it's actually a lot more likely that the unicorn was either a wild ox that was extinct by the time that the Greeks and the Latins came around to to translate things, or that it might actually be literally referring to a rhinoceros. So, are there unicorns? Yes. Is it the unicorns you think it is? Uh, probably not. Do you think that you would want to ride it and does it fly across the sky and toot magic? I'm pretty confident that it did not. It was probably just a rhino, and I don't know if you've ever been around when a rhino toots, but magical is not the word I would use to describe it. Thank you so much, Abby and Leah, for submitting your question on unicorns. And by the way, if you would like to see a lot of where my research actually came from, and this is a true statement, you can find it on unicornsrule.com. There's an article there that kind of walks through a lot of this, uh, the, the tracing of the language of the word unicorn. So, yes, there are unicorns. No, they're not the kind you're thinking of. And thank you so much for your question. Uh, We will be back next week with a full episode. If you are sitting here and you're thinking, man, I wish I had the bravery of these kids to ask the question that I'm deep down wondering about, please do that. You can send it to me. I am Dave Atherton, pastor at Aviator Church. You can send it to Dave at aviatorchurch.com. I can think of no better way to finish this particular podcast out than listening to that dope theme song again. We will see you guys back again next week. Until then, enjoy your weekend, celebrate your dads for Father's Day, uh, and, you know, send me an awesome question. Talk to you guys soon. Bye. If you have questions running through your mind, ask Pastor Dave and he shall help you find the answers you've been looking for are from God to life and more.